0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Cincinnati Real Producers Podcast, powered by Nextdoor Photos. I'm Patrick Braddock, owner and publisher of Cincinnati Real Producers.
1: And I'm Daniel Ziegler, owner of Nextdoor Photos. Every week we're getting to know Cincinnati's top realtors.
0: Our goal is to elevate and inspire the real estate community throughout greater Cincinnati.
1: Well, today we have Heather Herr with Private Real Estate Collection. Heather is entering her 20th year in real estate, licensed since 2003. She's been the recipient of the Ohio Board of Realtors Circle of Excellence Platinum Level every year since 2007, and the Ohio Board's Pinnacle President Sales Club since 2005. She's also a Certified Pricing Strategy Advisor, a Christie's International Real Estate Luxury Specialist, and a four-time national champion All-American athlete at The Ohio State University. Her team is ranked as the number one small team in Cincinnati and number two in all of Ohio by Real Trends in 2023. In the last five years, her team's production volume is over 380 million, and over 260 million of that is just since 2020. Welcome to the show, Heather Herr.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: I guess that signifies you as a professional.
2: Oh, gosh, I feel tired now. (laughs) I feel tired for you. (laughs) Seriously. You never, it sounds really good when it's all together like that. Yeah. Yeah. I need an intro like that every day. That's awesome. Talk about
0: motivation right there. No kidding. So how's everything going?
2: Things are really good. I think the last time we had actually even talked a lot, I had just torn my ACL two I and think, a half, three years ago. Right. That so ago. that was a long time ago. But a lot
0: has changed over the course of three years. Um, what were you doing? You were playing pickleball?
2: Ugh, paddle. I quit Paddleball? that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was fun.
0: Was so thank you for thank you for jumping on with us. This is um this is really this is a really cool experience because I Like you said, the last time we spoke, it was a total different real estate market, total different real estate outlook for your team and you and what you were doing. And a lot has changed for the good and the better for you personally and professionally. So real quick, what kind of, you talked about, you know, starting in 2003 and and being a mom and everything like that. Like how, how did, how did your career start and what did you do kind of before you really dove into real estate?
2: That's a great question. So I actually was talking about this today during a speaking series. I actually, um, when I went to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was a synchronized swimmer, actually, and was a state champion, then a national champion. And I got a scholarship to swim at the Ohio State University. And my parents did not have the money to send me to college, you know, and they said, you're going to do this as your job. And Mm. I loved it. I met all of my closest friends in the world during that time. I was on the A-team there and the national team, and we traveled all over the world, and so during that time, I was trying to figure out what I was gonna do because I really didn't like school that much. I'm very creative, and um, I actually loved art. I was an artist, so my parents were like, just get a degree in art education. So then I got my master's degree, and I actually got my first job teaching high school art, hmm,
3: that's all which is kind
2: of fun. And I was like 23 years old teaching high school, oh, wow. which was crazy. And yeah. I. I did not love that because I felt like I was too young to really understand. I wanted to teach grade school, but it was a great opportunity. And all of those students are still my good friends and my clients, which is kind of cool. But after about three years there, I wanted to make more money. Um, So my husband, at the time we had just started dating toward the end of my career, had offered me this idea of going to this software company. They were looking for educational consultants. So I took that position. It was called Siebel Systems, and at the time, it was one of the largest CRM companies um, in the world. They sold to Oracle later. It was a great opportunity. I took that position, traveled, trained large corporations, I got in front of groups, and I loved that. So that was really cool. Hmm. And I did that until we ended up getting married, then we had children, we had our first daughter, and I just couldn't travel. And they offered me a remote position, but it just wasn't as fun. Right. So I thought I'd just stay home to stay home. Gosh. And of course that lasted 14 months. <laughs> oh <wow. laughs> So at that point, my husband actually owned a mortgage company. It was the largest in the state of Ohio. And he said, I think you should just get your license. I could give you a deal or two, which that never did happen. Um, <laughs> Cause you know, it's easier not to work that way. Yeah. And I got my license right away. And I just got to know everyone in my entire neighborhood. I would just walk my kids around the neighborhood, get to know everyone. Mm-hmm. I built my entire business around that. Which I think is kind of old school. Yeah. And anything you do every single day, you will become very good at it eventually. So I I just studied 300 homes every day. And I took like 10 years doing that. And I built a really great business that way. That's awesome. So that was stage one. Yeah. I honestly knew nothing about business. We talked about that today, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about how women don't get educated sometimes on finance or investments. So this was all new to me, you know, getting into that side of the business. Yeah.
3: Well, I'm curious
1: what uh, from your past experiences, both from you know, teaching art mm-hmm. to working at um, the CRM company, mm-hmm. yeah. like what from those experiences did, were you able to bring in to help you make, make you more successful in real estate?
2: I, I think that really in the last year, I've really found clarity in that I actually did not think that I was meant to be an educator, but now I'm coaching. And I would say that my favorite thing about what I do is coaching. Hmm. That's awesome. So I love coaching. My kids don't listen to me for the most <laughs> part, which is why I'm not their coach. But yeah, <laughs> but I do that. like taking the time. Like my agents, like I say to them, call me anytime. I love talking to them. And I think that really came through. I like motivating people. Um, I am very creative. I still like art. So the artistic side of my business is my passion. Hmm. But I also think coaching is part of that. And then part two, software, I am a little bit of a software nerd. People don't know that I'm kind of an introvert. Yeah, Ooh. And Ellen knows that I stay up all night sometimes learning new systems every day. Oh, so wow. I love software and I love creating like processes and systems so I like to perfect those things. Mm. So those two things have actually really, I think, really helped me build a good business. That's awesome. Yeah. So the coaching part and the systems and processes part because both of those you have to have in order to run a company and with that being said, most real estate agents work for a brokerage where they are given tools, but they don't know how to have their own. Mm-hmm. So Yeah.
0: Well, let's rewind a little bit because when I follow you on social media, and you do a great job with your social you. media. Um, might be a testament help. To, yeah. to Ellen as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are one of the busiest people I think I've ever seen on social media. Like, How do you balance <laughs> the successful business with raising great kids and successful athletes how do you how do you make that work
2: that is hard so i do i actually spoke about this today i have been following a couple people like gary vanderchuk and a couple other entrepreneurs on online since my husband started his one company and I learned a lot about content creation and branding. So so I learned that branding yourself is important, but I also learned that as a synchronized swimmer as well, because um, sure. it's not a sport like swimming as regular swimming. But um, I think you have to learn how to come up with a really good plan. So when I first started doing it, it could consume your entire day. But I have like several avenues that I do social media for. So I do have a team, and I have Alan as my marketing and sales director. and We also have people that create content for us. We also have video people. So like putting all those people, in positions that we know exactly what they're doing all the time and then having a plan to execute that. So right. I can't be posting stuff all the time, but we do consistently say that it's very important to have yeah. that going. It is sometimes a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How's your work life balance? Cause it's like, I feel like we were talking pre-production that you're, you're kind of all over the place and even the slow days tend to be busy.
2: Yeah. I would say like, I think that it's been pretty good up until the multiple listing service debacle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, part of like starting a company is that we had to like reinvent things. We were doing our own things and learning. So that was a big challenge. And I am very proud that my entire team stayed together like a family. That's important to me. That's awesome. And we all came over. But we all had to relearn things. And we were finally coasting great and have a lot of balance. Then all this happened. We were equipped well to handle that but I would say like there are challenges sometimes so mm-hmm. but it's gotten it's pretty good yeah. I schedule you know I try to make time to say to people like this is when I can and I can't do things sure. and it always seems to work out for the that's, most part that's great
3: yeah right
2: throw I a, a little question. wine in there that doesn't hurt either I right, right. yeah <laughs> I don't sleep a ton. I'm not a huge sleeper except for like maybe on the weekends. And I will say this much too. I used to go out and do a lot more social stuff. Networking is really important to building your brand. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're first in the business, it's really important. But I'm at the point now where I avoid networking and that's not a good thing because I'm tired and I don't want to talk to people. So I think you really have to like find time for that too. Yeah. You know,
1: so. Right. Absolutely. So I'm curious what, um, and maybe particularly in rela- relation to your real estate business, what is your why or what kind of gets you out of bed in the morning and gets you motivated?
2: Yeah, I ask myself that a lot. Um, I, It's changing all the time. And I think my biggest thing is just being, I want to continue learning and growing. Because a lot of times I think, well, I should. Just, people have asked me, aren't you going to retire? I'm not afraid to say that I'm 51 years old. You know, I'm starting a business when I'm 40 something years old, but I feel like, I want to always work because I like learning, and my why is um, to build a foundation for other teams to learn from and to actually like help my team become stronger and also be a good role model for my children with having daughters, too, because mm-hmm. the way I was raised, my parents, they didn't understand why I worked, if I'm being honest with you. Wow. Yeah, it was really weird. And my mom would always kind of look down on that, like, if you were, weren't working. But mm. now my parents are older. And I'm very I'm grateful that they're still both, you know, alive and doing well. They're very proud of me, and it makes me feel really good. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's there are awesome. some days I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> but, and, you know, for me, it's not really about money. I mean, money is really important, obviously. I feel very lucky now. I could retire if I wanted, but now I want to give back by doing this, by helping other people also do the same thing because I find awesome. a lot of enjoyment in that, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I hate I hate when people say that it's not about the money because everybody has to survive. Like right. everybody has to make money.
3: Yeah.
2: And
0: you don't have to you don't have to be bragging or anything like that. You can be very humble about earnings and stuff like that, which which is great but anybody who says I, I don't do it for the money is is a flat out liar like, right you, have to, work, you, you know? have to work you have to generate right. and like some if sort
2: you're losing money income for your family yeah right like my i have to make sure i will say my husband does a lot of my back end book keeping and all that you have to be positive on your cash flow you can't keep spending yeah. i mean i get hit up all the time by people want me to do all kinds of stuff and i have to be careful about that i i grew up like very you know conservative west side parents were you know we didn't have a ton of money that like just saved all the time and they did very well don't get me wrong never was lacking but i didn't understand the value of investing and doing those kind of things. So I am very careful about how I spend my money, you know? For sure. But And I also want to make sure I retain my employees' positions and pay them appropriately. So it's not like I'm going to the bank like, yay! I pour most of the money I make back into the business. I pay myself a very small salary every year. And I'm happy to share that with anyone.
0: Well, I think that's a testament to culture as well. Like retention. Yeah breeds good culture breeds good workplace you know like I think that the fact that people want to work with you and work with your business is a testament to what you guys have built and that's
2: appreciate cool. that thank you so, yeah yeah I feel very proud I'm very proud too because we're all very different all the girls in the team and come from all different types of families and backgrounds and I think we support each other and really that is a great thing, that, that having that camaraderie within the office. Absolutely. It's kind of like me being on a synchronized swimming team, yeah. which that also kind of relates back. I mean, for people that don't know, when you do compete in synchronized swimming, there are eight people on a team. So there's the A team and the B team. I call my team at Team Her the A team. Yeah. There's more yeah. than eight, but you're in a formation and you train together. it's uh-huh. so. awesome.
1: It's mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, I think one of the things you – have referenced and kind of we haven't really talked about I mean you've built your own brokerage I mean private real estate collection you want to talk a little bit about that and what that experience yeah so I like? am
2: not a broker people have asked that um I don't have time to do that and serve what I love to do which is our clients and have our team so I did partner with a company out of they're based out of California they're called side s-i-d-e who I'm very good friends with, the, um, the owner, the CEO, and absolutely love the company. I it took me a long time to really understand the business. I don't think a lot of people here really understand, but it's it's essentially a company that helps build boutique brands side by side. So they're not hmm. saying like we're the company, we're the brand, and we want you to be under us hmm. or part of it with our name all over. They want you to build your own brand and help you do it. That's awesome, which, That's really which is cool. pretty cool. So. Every person within the group, you have to have a doing business name in mm-hmm. real estate. So, like when I was at Cobalt Banker, and I love Koba Banker, but it was always Team Her with Cobalt Banker. So, mm-hmm. sure. Private Real Estate Collection is the name that go, is not instead of being side is my company name, and then Team Her is part of that. Sure, nice. So yeah, that's pretty. That's cool. great.
0: What was the? I mean, I mean, you, you talked about starting your own, you know, your own company and everything like that, like. What do you see in the next five years with that as far as your growth and where you want to take that?
2: Yeah, so when I originally um, wrote my business plan, and we have an article that came out in The Courier, we, our plan was to scale the business to have like 100 teams within our brand. So we, not necessarily going too far, but like a couple teams in Ohio, a couple teams in Kentucky. We are licensed in Kentucky now. Um, but then we, and then going up maybe some north and then definitely down south. But what happens, I think, when the industry changes is that you have to really tighten up your personal brand and your company before you can become bigger. And that's okay. So we took a little step back to make sure things were great for our team and that we could maintain our numbers too. I mean, there's not many teams that are going to do $90 million a year. And we're a small team. So we have to be able to have that as well. So (laughs) um, with that being said, I definitely am going to going to grow the company again I'm back on the books to do that and I think our first stop will be down in Florida because I actually have a house in Florida as well that's awesome so yeah Sarasota area (laughs) and um I am a mislicensed there but I'm not rushing yeah you know I want to make sure that I'm doing this the right way I also feel like people think of like they might think of what I'm doing like a franchise or something it's not like that because I when I think of franchising I think of And it's not all companies, but I think it kind of strips down like the beautiful parts of it. Like I'd like to believe that we have a boutique high end brand and I want to make sure that whatever company I bring in, they get the same thing and Mm -hmm. the same package for me, meaning that I have to make sure that we're ready for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Have your girls ever shown interest in following your steps?
2: It's funny, um, yeah, I get a lot of text messages from their teachers, they, they have great teachers, and they will tell me that they're doing projects in school and then one of my daughters is pretending to be a real estate owner and she has like 20 kids on the team already, I mean, it's pretty funny. Oh, nice. They said they'll never do it, but I have a feeling one of them will, yeah. I don't know, I don't know. I swore I would never get into real estate and my, actually my dad was in real estate when I was growing up, so funny how it all works out, but um, I think one of our kids will, for sure. Probably yes. not my oldest. You know how that goes. Birth order. First Firstborn knows everything. Uh-huh. Sorry, Skylar. <laughs> <same path>. Yeah. <laughs> and she's so smart. But they always want to do their thing. I get that. And yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe one, maybe the youngest even. Yeah, you never know. She's very helpful too. She, they do like they understand. They, they actually the thing if you're in real estate. They know that I'm working all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And I will say, like, my role has changed a little bit within our company, so they I'm not constantly like on the phone with clients, but I'm also helping our teammates, and they have really they're very understanding about that, Mm -hmm. and they also look at our team like their family too. Sure. So that's been really nice.
0: Well, I think it's we've we've talked about this before. I think it's interesting if you're successful at what you do in real estate, people only see the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Family members see the whole iceberg, right? Oh my god. they get to see the ins and outs of everything that you're doing on a daily basis. So it's, sometimes it's scary. You
3: know? Oh, like, yeah. I don't know right. if I want that, bomb, you
2: know? Like, right, but, that's what my kids would say, all you do is work, right. or you're always on social media. Yeah. Like, I guess all their friends like, see me on social media and stuff too, so, but their friends love it, but they act like they don't like it, but you know, yeah. kids,
0: hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they love it. Yeah, that's funny. So kind of transitioning a little bit if you want, you know the business. I mean, have you ever expect? Would you ever expect to be where you are today, like ten years ago?
2: No, it's weird because I think the last time we met, I thought what I was like. Yep, this is it. This is great. Yeah. And I could. I actually was very proud of where we were then. But I do know my person, and which is, every time I get to a certain level, I know that I want to grow. <laughs> so yeah. I was getting to the point where I was where like I couldn't grow again. You know, mm-hmm. And I was like, what do I do? Do I just quit and do something else? But I feel like when you do something for so long, you have to continue doing it. Like, why quit doing it? But right. just change what you're doing, you know? So I, I honestly did not really think this was going to happen. It was a huge risk for me to do this, too, to leave comfort mm-hmm. and a company that loved us. I mean, they were very shocked when we left. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, yeah. you know, set some ripples in the water. That's It sure. was hard.
2: I mean, I absolutely love everyone I worked with there yeah. and the owners and the brokers and we're still good friends yeah. and i give them huge props for that because the company prior to that i was with they did not get that same hmm. reaction really. but but i understand like people have to change and you have to respect that and i respect people that respect that so right i know that if i went back and said i want to just kind of go back to this they would take me with open arms but but i also said to myself i'm going to do this and i'm not going back That's sticking awesome. to it yeah awesome. yeah so that's and a hard thing to do. Well,
1: and I think what's what's um, you know really amazing to me is like just getting into real estate in the first place is a big jump. It's a big leap for it a lot is. of people, and for you to have done that and then to make this leap again, like a, I know. a second leap, like you said, is a big yeah. risk. Like thank you, I've done that twice. Like that's, that's thank something you. Yeah, really yeah I've had knowing. a lot
2: of agents coming up to me in the last couple months more than usual, like asking for advice on this, and I think. It's hard because the market has changed a lot, you know.
3: Absolutely.
2: And I'm in a different place, so it's harder for me to give advice on like what I think about that. But, but yeah, so I have a lot to say about that too. But, um, but yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes well, that's I'm kind of
1: one of the things that we wanted to ask too is, what kind of advice would you give to? Maybe it's a newly licensed agent or maybe it's just somebody that's thinking about jumping into real estate. What advice would you give to someone like that?
2: I wrote a lot of stuff about that on my handy piece of paper, but I'm going to just go off <laughs> my, my mind off the, cuff. So off the top of my head. I have, a, I have a couple agents on my team that are new right now. And um, I was advised not to take a new agent on, and I actually probably would agree with that advice, but not that I'm saying I made a mistake. I'm absolutely happy with what I did. I just knew that I had to put a ton of more work into it, because mentorship is huge. I think that's part one. For example, like, If I was a brand new agent, I would probably join a team Mm -hmm. because it's almost impossible to run a company. Like you can't run an entire real estate business by yourself. And brokers, they are not equipped, in my opinion, to help someone that's new other than just a very generic level. So you really have to be a hungry entrepreneur on your own or you need some help. Mm -hmm. So I would say being part of a team or getting a really good mentor is huge. Um, Education. Continuing education, obviously, is important, but even new agents, I see it all the time, they get their license, they're like, I'm gonna go out and sell everything, I can't get a listing, I can't get a listing. They're saying, I can't get it, and I'm like, it takes time, it does take time. This business is not made that you get in the business and you start making money the first month. It could take six months, it could take a year. Mm -hmm. Once you get a pipeline rolling, then you're good. My other advice is creating brand around yourself and knowing what your niche is, so one of my new agents, is um, she speaks a language, and I said, I think that's part of your niche. You have a, you don't realize how many people here would love to connect with you about that, mm-hmm. and she's starting to see that now. That's awesome. That so is awesome. yeah,
0: that's that great advice. Cool. I guess that kind of ties into the secret sauce of success. I
2: know. What did I say about that? I wrote. I wrote this all down. Did you see what I sent? you? Yeah. I know
0: you sent it back. I was like, I felt <laughs> terrible. I was like, Oh, she did all
3: this. Work, no, but I, I actually. I first... love
2: writing. Writing is kind of my thing. I write stuff all the time because I have been. I don't know. It's funny. I just, I think writing is like relaxing for me. Everyone uh-huh. knows that too. I write a lot and I keep it in my notes because then I get asked a lot of questions from people and I can easy copy and yeah. paste stuff. Yep, so great. like even with clients, like if I interview for something and I want to do a quick email, I just take it from my notes and send it. That's yeah. awesome. So it's good. It's yeah.
0: a good system. Thank you.
2: Yeah. I would say so like my secret sauce, I mean what has helped me be successful is that I, and, and this is a great question because today I had an event and some girl asked me, She's an interior designer and a stager. And she said, how do I, I'm getting a lot of no's. Like, I don't even know. And I said, I think you need to really brand yourself. And you need to put yourself out there, like, on social media and tell people who you are and what you do. And make it all about just what you're doing all the time. Branding yourself. Because people will eventually see you and recognize that. And then look at you as the expert. So someone's not going to come to me over an agent that's been in the business 30 years that knows my neighborhood better than anyone. But if they see me constantly out there eventually that will happen. So that would be my biggest advice. And for me, my secret sauce is that I was branding myself from early. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, even when I was at Cobal Banker, they had started something new there in that office where we were branded. And I love that. That was the first time a brokerage had ever done that. Yeah. And that really helped. So that's when Team Her kind of came about. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I love that you had mentioned before how when you introduce yourself, you don't introduce yourself as a real estate agent. I think that's really powerful. Like, I don't. Yep. I think that's pretty cool from a branding standpoint that people probably already understand yep. at this point that you are a real estate agent. They have there's to say no it. reason for you have to yep. say. Cuz you've branded yourself mm-hmm. in such a way that you're an entrepreneur. Yep. And I think that that's I don't know, I think that's incredibly powerful. And I think with social media and everything going on these days, power empowering yourself and branding yourself is just as important as Hundred Percent. As as like motivating the team yeah. or branding the team. So It's so um, true.
2: And I think too, like I I mean, I have two like a lot of different social media avenues, but my team is one brand, but I'm also that. And like I try to yeah. teach that to my agents, like you have to become a brand too. So like how do you portray yourself? Like who is your audience? And mm-hmm. who are you talking to? Like I always say, like, what is that, what does your audience look like? This is like my training to them and they go, I don't know, it's a mom or it's whatever. I'm like, great. Okay, so how are you portraying yourself to that person? And I think sometimes people change. Like, you know, I might have a brand. Like North Avondale is where I live. Sure. I've been there my whole life. I had to figure out another way because there's not that many houses. I've already sold 280 houses or 300 there. So then what is the next part of my life? So it's like you have to have different ways of doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's key. So team, my team is one, but me is one, you know, yeah. too. Great. In that leadership role.
0: I just picture like a spider web getting bigger, you know, as, as Ellen, whereas <laughs> other people start to keep branding themselves and grow individually as part of the team as well. Then it's like the success is all of ours. You know, like, I agree. Yes, you are growing yourself and that's just as important, but it's also helping the team.
2: It's hard know. for real estate agents to let go of that. In my opinion, I think realtors have a bad uh, reputation. Like, like we had an event, like I was saying earlier, where, I don't walk in a room and say I'm a real estate agent because everyone would yeah. right run the other direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after some casual conversation, after getting to know people, I might talk about that. But I don't bring it up unless I feel like it's necessary. Yeah. Um, because it's business. It's not just real estate. You know, it's like you do more than just sell a house. But but yeah, I think I think that's a lot of it too. And just being able to know when to talk about it, yeah. that's key.
0: Well, it seems like you build yourself on relations, like. Hey, let me build myself as a relational type of person, mm-hmm. and the rest will come. Yeah. people want to work with who they know, like and trust, right? Yep. So let me build that bond, and then if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it, right? Like, right. And then we're gonna sell your dad's house, your mom's. <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's um, all about know. relationships. It's yeah. so true,
2: though. I mean, it is true. Like, I actually have so many people that I have sold, you know, twenty houses and their family members just wow. in one conversation at a yeah. swimming pool. Uh-huh. You know, and they trust you. It's all about trust. Yeah. I, I will say the art industry has changed a lot, so it's not the same as it was. Like the neighborhood agent, maybe is not as big as it used to be, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just gonna. It's always going to change.
1: Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we like to talk about too is just in this. I mean, this is market is kind of unique. Yep. Right? And so, if there's someone out there listening right now that's you know maybe looking to buy or sell or maybe they're thinking that they should wait what advice would you give to someone um, that's kind of thinking that or in that boat
2: yeah the market has changed obviously quite a bit I mean I worked during recession so I know that was really difficult and we're not there so I hear people complain about interest rates but I think rates could go up and I read something today in fact but I always believe that timing is about when you're ready so Mm -hmm. like Now's the time, in my opinion. Um, But it's also like when you're ready. You know, if you know your kids are going to move out of your house and you you found something you love, I mean, maybe that's the right time. And it's hard to predict the future anywhere, but especially in real estate. So I always tell people, really dig deep on your personal level. Where are you right now? And where do you want to be? And let's talk about that. And we come up with a plan together. So a lot of goal setting. Um, I love to go. I have so many appointments where I go into someone's house and we just talk. We talk that's about awesome. their family. We talk about their kids. I feel like it's a lot of psychology. It's not real estate. Like I need your mm-hmm. business, right? And I will have someone call me three years later from that one time. Hmm. And say I'm ready, but and part of that is being being knowledgeable of the market, so that you need to have an agent that's going to help you. Because I pride myself in always knowing what's going on in the market that I'm in, um, knowing what the what the financial side of the market's like. You know, that's a good one. And then also knowing your house really well too in the real estate world. So like, is your house even ready? So mm. I constantly say to someone, if you're thinking about it, let's talk about just keeping your house up to par. So sure. if you need to do something, you can. Um, but that would be my biggest advice. And then as far as like, that's more of a sell side. If you're a buyer, kind of same thing, having a plan. Like if you know you wanna buy a house in Florida and your kids are gonna move out, maybe start thinking about that and kind of educating yourself on areas that resale's good or knowing where you might wanna be when you retire. And right. Those kind of things. Interesting. Yeah, it's great, great advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am in. The, I have to give myself advice because I'm going to be there soon. I have a house that's too big. Our house is huge. and You're
0: going to be an empty nester. A
2: couple of years. Oh my my kids are like, don't sell the house. <laughs> but I'm like, who's going to clean it? Yeah. I don't know. So I'm starting start to think about it. I'm like, hmm, we should have sold it during COVID. But, you know, because all those prices were crazy. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm seeing prices staying pretty good, especially where I am. And some areas are they're doing more than they yep. were, and they're and you're not having to go in these weird situations where you're overpaying as a buyer, yep. right. which was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're still good.
0: I guess the ultimate question too is where truly does your allegiance lie with Ohio State or with <laughs> Alabama?
2: Well. Don't tell my husband, but go Bucks. Because I mean, I was on the Hall of Fame there. I mean, I mean, kind of. I know he is. Yes. So it's like he can't. I'm Alabama needs to kind of keep it going because last. I do love Alabama football games are like no other. I mean, I need to get you guys down there. It is so like amazing and fun and we love going to those games That's in fact awesome. we were supposed to go tomorrow but um we decided not to go because we have stuff like work and stuff but sure i have not been to ohio state game gosh forever but i'm always a buckeye there you go very cool love yeah. it
0: so still split
2: yep Darn it. but Darn it's it. pretty close though I, I really love alabama though i'm not gonna I lie do, really. i really do so I what did.
0: happens if your daughter goes to Tulane? You're going
2: to I know. Maybe she'll go there. You know, fingers there, crossed. There, they're, they're not great. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. That's for sure. I know. So Alabama I know. did not. The game that we went to last time, they played terrible. Yeah. I got so much crap for it too. I'm like, I don't play for the <laughs> team. I just sit there in the outfits, you know, and that's funny. And have the Bloody Marys, whatever. That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's fun though. Very cool.
1: You want to wrap us up, Daniel. Absolutely, it's been a pleasure having you out there. I really appreciate you. Talking I feel with honored, us, and I feel like we yeah, know you really better. Really I feel honored you. to
2: be yeah. here. I appreciate yeah. it. Like, I it's funny because I just go home every night, and I make dinner for my kids, and don't feel like I'm really that important because you know, just it's nice to be like you know, interviewed and just talked to. Absolutely, so, I'm very leader, grateful. So Thank you.
0: It's uh, it's, it's great to help. Thank to you. And recognize
2: you as well. yes, Absolutely. I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. I really so, yeah. appreciate it. Well, thank so looking
1: you. forward to seeing the big things coming down your way.
2: Yay! You yeah.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. Well, thanks, Heather. Thanks.